0: There are always times in life when we're going through our day, and it can feel like we're not really having to exercise this trust and resting in the goodness of God and His provision for us, and think much about our future. But then there are moments like these, to where whoa, it's like a shock to our system. Like there are things that can happen within this world that I have no control over, that I ever thought I have control over the world. But this really shocks our system, and but I think there's a golden opportunity in this, Nicola. Okay. for us in this time and season to really take time and slow down and embrace our dependence upon the goodness of God and to move towards connection with Him and with each other. This is everything. Left hands with the heavy reins. I ain't scared
1: of the marriage thing. So I ain't scared of the marriage thing. I had to say it twice on a my... mile. Welcome to the A More Excellent Way podcast with Dr. James and Nicola Hawkins.
0: Here, we seek to inspire and equip couples and families to go about their relationship with God and each other in In a a more more excellent way.
1: Yeah, totally, James. You know this, uh, this moment has just kind of had me thinking about just on just several different level. You know, I was talking to a cousin yesterday and I was saying, you know, how in day-to-day things, sometimes I get, you know, you may get a little bit short patience or, or, or anxious about maybe this bill or this happening or whatever. And I was saying, it's so weird for me, at least right now that it's shocked my system, but it's like, I feel like I immediately ran, ran to to God and like she's like, man, this is so out of my control. Like, there's nothing I can do right now to ultimately fix or turn anything of of this around. You know, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of just get me thinking, um, just on those kind of levels. Like, how do we gather together as far as our nuclear family and just talk about what's going on?
0: Correct. You know, yeah. and um, and it's so good. I'm glad you said nuclear family. So in today's podcast, we do in this time of COVID nineteen. Um, we want to join with our KLRC community in sharing positive words that make a difference to come alongside you. You know, I'm a therapist, so I've already been working with people in the community uh, of how they handle this moment.
1: Right. So
0: there is like nuclear families are going through changes right uh-huh. now and as then- they each individually deal with how each one of them individually are responding to this stressful Absolutely. moment. Absolutely, yeah. And then how do they handle that together collectively? Mm-hmm. But then I was talking to one of our friends and who was just a guest on here and I asked her, I was like, As a single. Right. What does this look like for you? Do you just quarantine yourself to your house? And I did tell her, I said, hey... You know, long as you ain't got the bug, you're always welcome at the Hawkins house. You know, <laughs> yeah, because uh, no one yeah. needs to be socially isolated, right. In in times like these, can I? Uh, so, in preparing for the show, and it was on my heart. I want to share. Uh, here's a nerd in me: an attachment just was going through my mind, like God, why is connection so powerful to us? So and How powerful. can our our how we handle emotions like you were talking about, mm-hmm. and our connection to each other be a powerful healing force in this time? So wow. one of my, my mentors and a fellow colleague as far as therapists goes, Sue Johnson, I was looking at one of her quotes in a book and she says, we need emotional connection not only to survive, but to thrive. Mm. We are actually healthier and happier when we are close and connected. Consistent emotional support lowers blood pressure and bolsters the immune system. Absolutely. So everybody's running out to Sam's and everywhere, ripping off the uh, emergency. and the TBs. Vitamin that um, vitamin C. Oh, to, vitamin things C's. to boost their immune yeah. system. Here's something you can do to boost your immune system.
1: 20 second hugs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but it is, it is that sense of your connection, connection to God right now. Your body will respond to that. So that led me down the rabbit hole this morning, Nicole, when okay. I got up. And there was actually a field called affective immunology. Okay. So it's tying together how your uh, your emotional response system and your immune system immune actually system. mirror each other. Mm. It says uh our our immune system and our emotional systems are always reading and responding to the environment around us distinguishing what is good and what is bad. So our immune system is doing that right now. It's
1: doing to work for us. Yeah. You know, How innately beautiful. Our, God built made. us
0: to, to put life in us. Our, our bodies are going to want to fight any virus that comes, but we know that sometimes viruses overpower those blood cells, mm-hmm. but it's always, and so it's our, also our affective system is always assessing our environment. That's why emotions, that's why God gave us to assess for what is good and what, and is, what bad is bad and mm-hmm. what to move away from and what to move towards, especially when we have the Holy spirit and we're redeemed. Our emotions actually bring us closer to God and the, each other mm-hmm. and actually help us live a life of holiness. <laughs> just want to make my bid for emotions, Christian community. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, so our emotions both need to be cared for. And as well, yes, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And, and nurtured for our optimal health. So just like you are kind of trying to bolster your immune system. Mm hmm bolster your, you're also your, your affective system. Mm -hmm. Because as your what we see is as your, as you don't deal or don't deal with the stress and anxiety in you,
1: Mm -hmm. it
0: also messes with your ability of your immune system to fight cells. Right. And as you bolster your immune system though, it also affects your affective system. That's an article is interesting saying that's why when you do get ill, you kind of go downhill and slow down. That's also a built thing in us to make us slow down and recover. Yes, so you know, I just trust, and one of my mentors always said, "James, nothing, and this is a hard word to say in the season two. Nothing is ever lost in God's, God's economy. economy."
1: Listen, those words have. Now I want to be through. sensitive
0: as I say that, because I know there are people out there that are affected y'all. Look Absolutely. out look out for maybe that single mom who's on hourly wage, who is not only like, you know, concerned about going to work because of a virus, but now our kids are at home, and how does she make it?
2: Mm, Make sure mm-hmm.
0: you find those people, the elderly person that's, you know, in doing the best they can to be in. They can't get out to go do the buying and stocking. I think about them. I saw a friend on Facebook. He's a he's a realtor, and he offered his time. He says every day I'm going to come on here and I'm going to be asking who had who wants me to go out and shop for them. Mm amazing for people that can't make it out i'm like wow what a way to use your time right now because it's harder to sell houses and everything right now right uh for some people so you know anyway i just wanted to bring all of that in
1: yeah but even as you're talking about the whole immune system i remember in our family meeting just talking to our girls because they, you know kids in this age group they like to joke around a lot and i was like listen can we do less jk's just kidding you know because <laughs> sometimes at the end of just kidding is this laughter or it's like you know, sadness. I'm like, can we reduce the JKs a little bit? Because your body system just get in this distress and, you know, so anyway.
0: Yeah, so let's get (laughs) into like, so really practically, some of you, you're just looking for some, we hope just to come alongside you in this time and get some practical things. So one, it is pay attention right now in this season to your close relationships. Absolutely. As a family, set aside time to try and connect with each other and be patient with one another. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, what can that even look like practically? Uh, one of the things that went through my mind, Nicole, is that we need to share what's happening inside of us because the, there was something going on the other day, and I was going into my military medic prepared mind preparedness mindset. Mm-hmm. So, I'm thinking about nursing people back to wellness if they were to get ill. And all these things. And I was carrying that weight around and you were trying to ask me questions and I was jumbled. And I'm like, there's just so much going on in my head right now. And at that time it was, I had two, two huge events that I wasn't sure if they should be canceled or not canceled. I'm thinking about all of my clients who, for some of them, this is going to make them be in more distress and how to come alongside them. But I recognize in the season, we need to confess our our fears and anxieties or just concerns that are in our head out loud to one another, Mm -hmm. but also our hope. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. because there are some things like even as we're going through this, you encouraged me yesterday. There are things that I've been preparing for in the season I felt God called us to. And I almost wanted to put them all on hold. And there could be some wisdom in thinking through that.
1: Right, right. But
0: it's like you when you sent that, when I shared with you, like, hey, this is what's going through my mind to use this season as a time to pull away to think and to still keep preparing for when this lifts because there's my in my heart and my faith is like this will lift, you know, in some ways. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And you would just encouraged me to push on. But you wouldn't have known that if I hadn't shared it out loud. Uh,
1: right, right, right. So it's just like, don't let all the hopes and dreams that things you've been planning, you know, um, just go to the wayside. It's That's like right. still kind of hold them precious. Like That's we right. don't know the end of all of this, right? Um, no one can truly say X, Y, and Z, but we can always have hope in the things that God put in our hearts. Right.
0: And the other part, so, I think to be able to confess is even if you can't label what you're feeling, what a specific concern is, what you just said, I'm learning the power of saying, I don't know.
1: I don't know. Yes.
0: Cause I don't know. It actually can be so scary and anxiety provoking. And I, and it's not, that's for men and women, but it can be hard for some guys. Definitely. I know, um, to say, I don't know.
1: Right. Because I right. don't
0: know all can get, get tied all kind of fear. saying, I don't know. It's like, how can I protect my family if I don't know? How can my wife trust me and my kids trust my care if I don't know? Right. Um, right. Am I failing? As a leader of an organization, as a pastor of a church or something of that nature, if, or a yeah. business leader. Because so many business leaders are having to make hard, hard decisions, decisions.
1: right. Because
0: they're thinking about the practical parts of business and the structure, which they have to. That's why they're leaders. But then they're also trying to think through the emotional kind of consequences and what this means for the people for the they people lead. that
1: they lead, yeah. And
0: I want to commend you as leaders. So this is all for you, too. How are you taking care of yourself as a person? Mm. So that way you can... Um, Help lead uh, the organization and the people mm-hmm, that you've mm-hmm. been called to, whether it's in business or in the church or in the community. Yeah. Mm-hmm, definitely mm-hmm. our president, governors, mayors, senators, congresspeople. Uh, definitely. It's a lot I'm sure they've got to be feeling at all times. And our medical mm-hmm. workers. First responders, right? Um, because moments like this put you on high alert. I mean, I feel that military preparedness coming, in so my <laughs> my system is kind yeah, of activated, up. Mm-hmm, and not mm-hmm. necessarily in fear, but wanting to respond and get care. How do care. I
1: respond? Right, exactly, exactly. Teachers, and shout out to all the caregivers, professors. nurses, and all that. Still, you know, I know your sisters in that area too. Just mm-hmm. like you know, we still go to work, we still show up, we still take care of our patients. I mean, so, so it's just amazing, um, even looking on Facebook, you know, how people are rallying together for students who are out of school and don't have lunches and restaurants yeah. saying we'll feed yeah. children yeah. for for free, you know, could just come and say, I think like Marco's Pizza and like mm-hmm. um a few others, like um, Tacos for Life and mm-hmm. all these different things. Right places.
0: to barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you when know. I saw rights, I was like, uh, that they're gonna be feeding kids. I was like <laughs> You got like a school <laughs> uniform you're no, so smelly. You know, but that's
1: amazing. That I'm encourages me. I'm over here like, OK, what can I do? You know, I'm
0: thankful for my community. I mm-hmm. really am thankful for Absolutely. Northwest Arkansas and the heart I've seen. So also with that, though, I think an interesting thing I'm noticing with this, Nicola, is OK, I hope it highlights to all of us how each one of our lives impacts one another. Yeah. So just like we are trying to show extra concern for that, if we have the virus. Think about people, even if you're a person that's in the age bracket, that's going to be less prone to illness. It's like, I see people now thinking like, it's not just about me. Maybe I could be fine, but what about, what about? other people that I could possibly infect?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I love that. Mm-hmm. I completely love that. You know, it's like, you know what? How will inconvenience me for the greater good mm-hmm. of humanity. Mm-hmm. So it's just so I hope we always carry that who you are and how you live your lives Affects the community in which you live, for good and for evil.
1: Man, yes.
0: And that one just when that's like, whoa, yes. It's like even all of us taking responsibility to kind of like we would say flatten the curve. Let's all also take responsibility for flattening the curve of uh, isolation and loneliness, and people being alone and pain and depression and anxiety. Right. Let's flatten those curves too.
1: Right, I had a um friend that we clustered for a while last year and then um her work and things like that like our communication is just, you know, just spread out and just getting a message from her, like just checking on kind of like just checking on my people, you know? And so it's just like, how can we um, think about those that we haven't connected with in a while or just say, Hey, just sending a message or being able to FaceTime, you know, uh, my girl um, was FaceTiming her life group, you know? Mm. Um, and just to know that that brought joy to their hearts, you know? So life groups does, don't have to shut down, you know? So like, how can we foster connections in that kind of way Mm -hmm. um while we can't necessarily um, or limited to Mm -hmm. uh uh distancing and connection in, in a physical.
0: Yeah. Know? And I love seeing um, other people in the, organi- uh, in the community. Uh, our friends, our friends Chad and Angela imhoff who do Creative for Connection if you want to find them on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put out a video on Facebook. So they're trying to find ways to give into the community. And theirs was talking about once again, walking with each other through this time of, of dealing with anxiety. So go check out their Facebook page Creative for Connection yes. with Chad and Angela Emhoff. I need to go
1: check it out myself. Mm-hmm, for
0: sure. <laughs> um, I think another lesson that's coming out of this for me and I hope that we all can embrace is to begin to sit back and you've been challenging me with this yesterday, challenging that, um, am I really in not just this time, but trusting and relying on the goodness of God to be my sustainer and keeper mm. because I'll admit, I'm just going to confess it online. Like, I think I get to going through the, the rhythm of the days and mm-hmm. because days typically can't follow a flow for me. Mm-hmm. I don't always Um, It's there, especially when I'm in session with clients or doing some ministry, but I don't always not at the forefront of my mind right now in this time, it's at the forefront of my mind Mm. when I'm driving down the road and maybe an anxious thought hits me and I reach up and I touch my chin like, oh no, what am I doing? It's like, wait, God, you're good. Mm. You're good. And, but then it's like, so it's not just the spiritual part, but I recognize part of why I'm doing that Nicola is like, wait a minute. I don't want to make my body have to do anything extra than it has to. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even as I feel that anxiety, going to what you said, I honor that fear and that anxiety. Yes. Yeah. Because if I don't do that, my body's going to still stay it's stuck because still, it's hanging out in the back right, of my mind. Right. So yesterday as therapists, we kept asking each other how we were doing. I'm like, I don't know, Chad, I don't know right. how to describe it. Or right. when another, when Ryan came around, I was like, I don't know, right? I'm doing my best to keep my mind in the building. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> um, it's wanting to float around the world right now to Italy, to China. It's, to, <laughs> it's, like, and it's wanting to go, you know, w- what's going on in my own different community. Different spaces, yeah. yeah.
1: So that, I like that, you know, being able to name, you know, um, if if you can, just being able to name. You know what, right now I'm feeling... I'm feeling anxious. You know, um, I had one of my girls come up and said, you know, um, this is, and it's all, you know, what? thank you. Thank you for sharing that with me. Mm-hmm. You know, if anything else come up like that, I'm here. I want to hear. Um, so being able to name, do I, I feel a little bit scared or I feel sad or I feel anxious? You know, that way you're not carrying that part of the load by yourself. Or even if you don't have somebody immediately where you can say that to like journal it out, you know, um, if you can't even confess it or pray it, you know, like let it come up, name it and let it go out whether through writing or whispering or something, you know, um, so you can help saying, okay, it's not going to be in the back of my head. It's not going to be haunting or taunting me in that kind of a way because I'm willing to share it.
0: That's good. Uh, and maybe we, so this is where I can use my, uh, you know, things that I've learned and practical tools and like, let's lead through an exercise. And I think that's really good. Okay. <laughs> um, To really think through that. So we just want to kind of create space <laughs> to help you think through that. So even if where you are right now, think about this time, maybe yesterday, this morning, it could have happened um, where you felt your emotions shift. Just something physiologically, just change in your body. Maybe you felt something sink down in your gut, a pressure in your chest, a tightness in the back of your neck. And what was the thing that was going on that triggered that? Was it something you saw on social media? Was it a news article heading? <laughs> were you Were you out and shopping, and someone coughed? Right. <laughs> uh, did you see someone walk past you with a mask on? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you think about someone that you know that is? immunologically vulnerable that you love, mm,
2: mm-hmm. you know, what
0: what kind of triggered that kind of that, that that emotional response in you? Cause that's good to know the things that like, so they're not like boogeymen jumping out of the bark, the, the jumping out of the dark and uh, ambushing us.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And when you recognize that trigger, what did it stir up inside of you? Maybe you just felt it in your body. Maybe it was a certain emotional word you can put to it. I don't know. Being able to label it. Research shows that when we can label what we feel, mm-hmm. um, it helps to lower the intensity of it. Mm-hmm. We can do something about it. Um, But then when you, the emotion went through you, how did you make sense of it? We all tell ourselves stories about what we That's feel. That's true. Because our feelings, we need to put a story to it. Mm-hmm. Our thoughts and our emotions go hand in hand.
2: Mm-hmm. When
0: we mm-hmm. feel something, we create a story. When we, when, we, mm-hmm. when we think of a story, it makes us feel something. They go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do with it? That's the big question. You know, do you kind of pull away in this time and season? I want to make sure like, we're dealing with these things in a way that is healthy, that helps us grow in our connection with God and each other mm-hmm. and not pulling away into destructive ways of self-soothing. I know. Whether I know. that's yeah. a chemical or behavioral addiction.
1: The food I just stocked up on.
0: Okay. You know, you we know a lot of you, we know y'all got plenty of flour and there are some good bakers out there. So y'all probably baking a lot of uh, 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 good cookies and stuff because we've been baking a lot of cookies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Be careful, you know, just to be, make sure. What do we do with that?
2: Mm-hmm. And maybe mm-hmm. you
0: do move to protect yourself. That protection is not all it's, it has a good it, function to it. You're it, trying to right. accomplish.
1: Even if it's somewhat destructive, yeah. it's still like,
0: but what we're trying move, to do right? is what we want you to do is not to be stuck in something that really is going to be destructive to you, but help right. move you towards how do I deal with this Where's vulnerability? Any
1: good? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, And it's about connection, you know, y'all make sure this isn't about winning. Um, this is not just about beating cor- uh, the covid-19 virus this is not uh this is not about making um some large ideological or political statement this is about us this is about us as people mm. connecting with god and trusting him and connecting and caring with each other that's what's that's that's what's at stake here that's the big picture that's at stake here this is not a conservative disease or a liberal disease this is not a Uh, what country or anything like that, you know, what we're just trying to come alongside in this is, you know, we want to help you Mm -hmm. go about your relationship with God and with each other um, in a more excellent way. Mm -hmm. So even right now, we just want to speak peace into your hearts and peace into your souls. Mm -hmm. Even as on KLRC, they've been playing a great commercial. And there's Mm -hmm. one specific line where Mark says, you know, Even in these certain times, you know, as we walk through the store, it's Easter. The Easter season is upon us getting close.
2: Mm. And
0: Mark said, look to that empty tomb in Jerusalem. Mm. That's where our hope comes from.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: That this God of the universe sent his son because he loved us and he saw us in our broken state. Mm -hmm. And he did that same God that cared about us over 2000 years ago and intervene in our situation to care for us has not abandoned us now in 2020 Mm -hmm, (laughs) and mm -hmm. the answer and the hope and the power is still the same. He overcame and he overcame death, hell and the grave and the penalty of sin. And uh, he can do that right now, right here, 2020. (laughs) Mm. Uh, But I think, and this is where it gets hard. I think he also wants us to learn about him Mm and learn about each other. I'm not saying he sent it for that reason. So don't hear me say that. Right. I do think like, um, he can take um, ashes and turn them into beauty. And I know there's going to be some people that do suffer losses. Mm. So I want to be sensitive to that. Um, mm. that's good. Um, but I do think we have this, uh, we do also in this time of great concern and in, 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 pain and loss and fear. We also have a great, this is loaded with loaded attunement. Mm. There's also great potential for hope and, and connection for us as people. Um, I hope this isn't a time that we look back on and say every person looked out for themselves and their own good and forgot about one another. Mm-hmm. But I hope that we can look yeah. back and say, wow, we rallied together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I hope it's not something we just rallied together then, but it's something that anyway, it stays with us.
1: Yes, yes. As
0: a time of we connected, we came together and cared for one another.
1: Yeah. And even if you, as you're talking, <laughs> the song, um, it says, God, I look to you. I won't be overwhelmed. Give me vision to see things like you do, God. I look to you. You're where my help comes from. Give me wisdom. You know just what to do. You know, I, I just think about that. And there's a chorus that goes on. It says, "And I will love you with um, with all my strength. And I will, I will love you, Lord, my shield. I will love you, Lord, my rock forever. All my days I will love you, God. And it's just, uh, it just." I've listened to that song over and over in in times past and that as you're talking, James, I just felt that as a way of peace, just um, just welling up inside of me like, man, Lord, I do want to look to you. I want I want to look to you in my normal days when it's not being affected by something bigger than it's obviously bigger than me, you know, but um, it's not bigger than you, God. So I want to look to you even in this moment. So.
0: That's really good, Nicola. And one last line. I got this one from my uh, my friend. Uh, well, <laughs> connect. See, that's a, a you know connection from a friend in San Diego, Dr. Rebecca Jorgensen, and um, she said, "I am for physical um, distancing right now, but not social distancing." Mm. So while we might have to at times be careful of how, our physical proximity to protect one another and care for one another, even if that means protecting people that we don't see in our community let's not be socially distant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The attachment is not relocated to a physical location.
1: Yes. That's that true. even
0: in that immune research, what they found with some participants, when they just pictured people that were safe and loving and caring certain parts of their body cells that were a part of their immunolo- immunological function actually increased in activity. That's saying it cured them, but it made their immune system kick in the gear. It -hmm. it bolstered parts of their immune system. Um, I wouldn't say get kick in the gear because that's when it's fighting, but it bolstered parts of your immune system to be stronger. Uh Wow! So think about your relationship with God. Picture him, you know, like Nicola just said, those lyrics she said perfectly fit with that. And picture the people you love in your community. Even you can't have that cup of coffee at church on Sunday morning, Mm -hmm. or in our culture, have that cup of coffee and a bagel.
1: Right. You can go get your cup of coffee and zoom them, or Facetime them, or you know. That's
0: right. Y'all, we thank. That's it. Y'all, we love you. We thank you, and uh, we believe in you. And we hope that you will go in about your relationship with God and each other in a more excellent excellent way. way.
1: We hope that you have been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at a more excel way and check out our website at a more excellent wayrelationship.com. Visit klrc.com to learn more about the more excellent way.